Welcome to Rich Moms Movement, the podcast for moms who are or desire to be rich in faith, family, and finance. This is for the woman who is ready to build a financial legacy for her and her family and do so by creating an incredibly impactful online business. I'm your host, Gabriela Reyes, mom of two, business coach, and the founder of the Rich Moms Movement. Tune in each week for online business tips, money mindset, thought leadership, and behind-the-scenes secrets of stepping into your dream business while keeping your faith and family values at the forefront. Welcome back to the Rich Moms Movement. Today's episode is all about early entrepreneurship and what it looks like to start and scale your business and removing fear stories as a barrier. Uh, So before we get into it, I want to talk about my four-month business foundations and client attraction immersion, where we cover everything from choosing your profitable business topic based on your zone of genius, to creating offers that sell, to being thought leaders, healing our self-talk that keeps us small and selling with ease. If you are sitting there year after year and have not made moves, you are sitting in the what ifs or wouldn't it be nice if, and you're not doing anything, you get these pings, these desires for a reason. You get them because it's your path, babe. It's the way you are supposed to go. I constantly have these desires to build a huge business. Why? Because that's my path. I don't have these constant desires to be a neurosurgeon or a lawyer because it's not my path. Others do, and they are just rocking and rolling, working and learning to implement what they know, what they learn, so that they can get there on their path towards their desires. So Be the Boss is four months of strategy meets your future self. It's a soup to nuts immersion where we create your offer stack, learn the strategy, and meet with a variety of experts to ensure your copy, branding, marketing, messaging, and sales is on point. It is not just one of those boring programs. You sit through and watch lecture after lecture and feel like it is just an absolute snooze fest. We actually work on live sessions to get all of your things reviewed. I truly believe going through entrepreneurship alone is one of the biggest mistakes that you can make. We were not meant to do anything alone, business included. So this is for you if you are ready to stop playing small. Start moving where your energy takes you, liberate your earning potential, and learn new ways to make money passively, semi-passively, and actively. And we talk about what all of those things, passive, semi-passive, and active, really means and how you can build offers around those. To start scaling the business you were meant to own, 
to run and to be the CEO of. This is your time to be the boss and fly through the fear. So join me on my four-month business immersion and we will just see you absolutely sore. I cannot wait to see all of the women that come in. And as always, head to the show notes to check out the details. And you can even schedule a call if you just want to feel fully aligned and make sure all of your questions are answered to see if you are the best fit because we want the most electric women in that space. So this leads me into the topic for today, being early in business and how we can practice breaking the barrier of fear to get what we want. I talked about this on my stories and in posts yesterday and recently, and I just want to dive a little bit deeper because this fear barrier and fear wall is something that people at all levels deal with, but especially those early in business. When you're early in business, everything is unknown, which triggers our brain to act insanely logical and convinces you not to act on your desires, which have been pinging you for months or possibly years. So I want to start off by talking about fear in the entrepreneurial entrepreneurial journey. The number of times that I have heard from clients or prospective clients that they are scared to start a business, they are scared to create a new offer, they are scared to change the way they run their business, they're scared to do something differently. It's the most common feeling when trying to do something new is feeling scared because it's unknown. That change, it's just all scary. Us as human beings hate change. So even if you're sitting in a massive amount of pain, you feel stuck, you want a change, but then for some reason you don't do it. Why? Because your brain knows how to deal with that pain. Your brain has figured out how to operate in this circle of pain and discomfort, even though you don't want to be there. Your brain's like, but we know how to deal with this. Don't change. It's that previous fight flight mode that we needed hundreds of thousands of years ago to actually survive that we've now taken subconsciously into our conscience, conscious and try to operate super logically and basically convince ourselves to not go for our dreams, even though it's been like burning inside of you for a long time. So how often you are going to be up against that fear wall that I'm talking about and make choices that get you to where you want to go. So I heard this recently and I just love this. So if you asked almost anyone, do you want to be a millionaire? Do you want to be a multimillionaire? I'd say 99% of people, there there might be a few that say no, 99% of people. And if you're listening to this, I'm going to assume you're part of the 99% that say, yes, I want to be a millionaire. 
But when they come up against that defining moment to make a move towards that, it's a different story. They change their mind. They say, oh, well, I want to be a millionaire, but I can't do that. I can't break through that barrier of fear. Every person in the world has done something in fear. If you're a mom, you probably were scared of pregnancy. You were scared of childbirth. You were scared of raising your kid, but you did it through the scared and it's incredible. If we did nothing in fear, we would never achieve anything. We would never reach a goal. We would never do anything and our life would be wildly boring. And so it becomes, we get to this point where we get to the opportunity to take a step towards our dreams, to take a step towards becoming a millionaire, towards having your dream business, towards making a huge impact with your clients. And then all of a sudden there become, comes in your brain rationalizing why you can't do it. If you want to raise your prices, you're like, I'm going to raise my prices. I have a wait list. And then all of a sudden your brain's like, But what if people don't buy anymore because you've raised your prices? Even though you've had this burning passion that you need to raise your prices and you have a wait list, your brain starts to rationalize. Well, no one's going to buy now because you're raising your prices. And this like jabbing continues and then you're like, okay, I'm not going to raise my prices or I'm not going to invest in the mentorship or I'm not going to hire a virtual assistant because I'm just, you end up wanting to micromanage them. Your brain starts to rationalize all of these things, which inhibits your growth because it's used to being in this state of pain and known. And so when those, especially early in business, you haven't gotten used to operating through the fear. This happens no matter what level you're at it doesn't matter how much money you're bringing in, you're always going to butt up against some sort of fear. So say you're later in business and you've been really successful and you're going to launch something new. All of a sudden you have this fear that's like, well, what if this program isn't as successful as the last one? What are my colleagues going to think? What are people in the industry going to think? But the thing is, those that are later in business and those are those who are successful in business get used to operating through the fear. And so those of you that are early on in business need to practice getting used to operating through the fear. So I always preach being easeful in your business. So like building a business that is just so easy that we are in for the long run. We are not building businesses that we want to just like burn down because we're so stressed. I've been in a place where I was really stressed in my nine to five job. I was work and it wasn't nine to five. I was working at one o'clock in the morning in Japan with a three month old after maternity leave, waking up in the middle of the night and trying to work with people in the US. And I safe to say was burnt out and it was unsustainable. And so as I moved into owning a business, I took a vow that that is one of my core values. I will build a business that is sustainable. And so that is what I preach is sustainable, ease-filled businesses, but ease is also earned. If you want to have ease, you have to be someone who can look fear dead in the eye and keep going and move through it. So much of the reason that I am where I am today, that I live in a foreign country and can operate and build a business and do all the things that I do is because I've gotten used to moving through the fear and being okay with change. 
And if I need to change something in my business, I do. Stop dancing around your fear stories. Like, yes, you can notice the fear. You're like, yep, I see it coming up. But being able to move through it is what changes you from playing small to making big moves in your energy. I got an email from one of my clients today of all the awesome things she was doing. She was really excited and she was making moves. And I say one of the biggest things that you can do is move when you have that energy. If you're really excited about something, you need to move because eventually your brain, again, will start to rationalize and you'll be like, oh, I shouldn't do it because this. I shouldn't do it because this. And all of a sudden, you're not as excited about it. And so if you don't move when you have that high energy level, your excitement for the work isn't going to be as high. So we really need to tap into like what are we excited about? And that also is something I preach. I have so many proven systems on a strategy basis, but if it doesn't light you up, then it might not be as successful for you. So we need to take a look at, yes, we need to expand and do things through the scared and do things through the fear. But at the same time, it needs to be like an excited fear. Like, oh, I really want to invest in this mentorship, but like I'm scared because I've never done a mentorship program and I'm nervous because I just, it's unknown, but I'm excited. Versus like, oh, absolutely not. That sounds negative, anything I would want to do. And so we build things very strategically towards growing you as a human, as a business owner, but also playing in a space that makes you super excited to grow. Not like, oh, I need you to do these 10 steps because so-and-so said so, and it's the only way I can I can thrive. Every strategy works if it is for the right person. So there are tons of different strategies. So as we look and kind of go from breaking through that fear in early entrepreneurship to once you're finally there and you're like, okay, I'm doing this no matter what. I am going from the mindset of, wouldn't it be nice to own a business that is wildly impactful and bring in so much money because I am just impacting and transforming people's lives? Wouldn't that be nice to, I am making this happen no matter what. I don't care what my brain tells me on the fear stories. I don't care. I am making this work. So transitioning from the what, wouldn't it be nice to I am making this work? That is the difference between a dreamer and an achiever. The I am making this work no matter what. Another one of my clients sent me a voice memo and she recently launched launched her business. And I I honestly think I'm going to take the snippet of her voice memo and like turn it into an audio because the determination in her voice, it is exactly what I'm talking about. She went from the dreamer to the achiever because she said, I am determined to make this work. And I could feel it like in her body just from a voice memo. I am determined to make this work. You need to get to that point where you are determined to make this work. And that's when you become the achiever. And so once you transition from the wouldn't it be nice to I am doing it, that's where we step into a strategy piece that I also want to talk about for early entrepreneurs. Sometimes early entrepreneurs then get so excited, which is amazing. I love that 
that space when an early entrepreneur is like, I am all in, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to learn, I'm ready to do the things. And then all of a sudden, it's like they want to really do all the things. They want to have 100 offers and they want 15 digital resources to sell. And they also want to do a podcast and TikTok and Instagram. It's because they're so excited. But the thing is, it's like you're you aren't ready for all of those things. It's just going to feel like way too much. You're going to feel overwhelmed and your audience is probably going to feel overwhelmed too. So if you are early in business and not yet hitting sustainable five-figure months at that 10K plus range, we really need to focus on a few key things. And once that feels so easy to bring in clients and to create the content and to write the emails, then we can add in another thing. So we, I really preach on focusing on a signature offer. So what your audience, what your clients know you for. And we build your signature offer in Be The Boss as well. We will build it out. We'll have our copywriting experts and messaging experts work through your offer. And I will personally help you make sure your offer is so beautiful and valuable and your clients will feel almost, your clients will feel stupid saying no because of the transformation that you provide. So we build out those signature offers in Be The Boss. But focusing on a signature offer and messaging around that signature offer in your emails and messaging around that signature offer in your Instagram or TikTok or Facebook, whatever your core social media um, method is, is so important. That's where if you're on my email list, you will have gotten an email today. Today is October 31st for anyone listening to this later, 2023, you will have gotten an email that talks all around content and why focusing on likes and followers is pretty much irrelevant to me. Um, I create content that moves people and how I would much rather have people all in my DMs, all in my email, talking about the specific content piece and why they want to work with me than getting 700 likes on a reel or a post. I truly could care less about the number of likes. It means nothing to me. And so if you're early in business, we really need to focus on messaging your content and everything around that signature offer. And then we work on kind of branching out pieces so that we can have passive income so that we can have semi-passive income, so that we're not constantly trading our time for money. And we also work on stacking your offers and be the boss as well. So we'll kind of go from creating your signature offer. If you're brand, brand new, we'll start from idea creation. So choosing your profitable business topic, and then we'll go into building your signature offer And then launching, the launch cycle is so fun, but it also requires a pretty decent amount of like back work and preparation. And I have all the email templates, all of my strategies and guides on how to actually go about a launch. And so you will launch, you will get your signature program going. And again, once you're operating in that space of having your signature program, then we simultaneously work on what building your offer stack looks like. 
And then we create that long-term strategy of, okay, when do we launch some digital resources that create passive income? When do we diversify our offer suite? But when you're so early in business, if you had all of those offers, it would be too much for you to operate, too much for your audience to be able to digest and figure out what they need. They need to be around long enough to understand what you do, what you offer, how you can transform their lives. And this is, I'm talking to the person, you know, I work with nutritionists, psychologists, healers, anyone that has an online business that helps to give a transformation to someone, whether it be physical, mental, um, like fitness coaches, breath work, anything like that, you're providing a transformation for your clients. And so that signature offer is so important. It's, I taught this in my three-day Make Your Movement event. If someone were to say, hey, do you follow Gabriella? And someone's like, no, I don't. Who is she? She does X. It is like one sentence. That is your signature offer. That's what you should be known for. So she helps mom entrepreneurs build their online empires. Like that is in my bio. That is what I do. And that is what I expect if someone were to ask someone if they knew who I was or followed me to say a version of that. And so that is what I always say early entrepreneurs really need to focus on getting their signature offers so clear and stop dancing around needing 8 million offers and really confusing yourself, your audience, and your energy. If you don't feel good about expanding and it feels like you're about to explode, you're doing too much. So let's simplify work on messaging your signature offer, getting your ideal clients in. And then again, once you're feeling like, ooh, I feel like I could expand, I am ready to go, I'm ready for more offers, that's when we take the strategy and the the long-term strategy that we build in Be The Boss and add in that digital resource, add in that new offer because you are able to handle a lot more as a human being because you are growing. I always like to relate it to running because I love running. And I had a baby, baby boy in July. And so I'm getting back into running. And so the first run I went on was a struggle. The first postpartum run was a struggle, but I ran, walked. And then after a few times, I was able to run a little bit longer. And then I could run two miles and then I could run four miles, but it was a growing process. If I tried to just go out there and run 10 miles, I I mean, I physically wouldn't be able to. And so it's similar with any sort of growth in your life or in your business. You start somewhere and over time you're able to expand and add more and more and more. I talked about this in my last podcast episode as well. So early entrepreneurs. We're sitting at a 23-minute episode. I like to keep these under 25 minutes, so we will go ahead and start to just wrap it up a little bit. But as a recap, if you are early in business, we need to learn how to move through the fear, break down our fear, fear walls, and find the familiar in doing it scared on the internal side. 
And then on the strategy side, we really need to look at focusing and building a signature offer that we are known for, that we are super passionate about, and that we really can provide massive transformation for our customers and clients. And then we expand and add more offers and add an offer suite. And we do all of that, both the internal work and the strategy, and we pair them together so that you can really step out of playing small in your business and grow at an exponential rate. We do not have to see success on that this like linear timeline of you do this, then you do this, then you do this. It can be like you start like this and all of a sudden it's like investing in the stock market and all of a sudden it just it explodes because you've done the inner work, you've done the healing, you've gotten rid of all these fear stories and walls that are blocking you from being able to succeed. So I hope you found this episode helpful today. Those of you on Instagram, thanks for joining. I'm going to start doing these live once a week. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. We will talk to you later. And thank you for listening to the Rich Moms Movement Podcast.